What, what do you do for a living? Oh, I'm a freelance audio documentarian. Mm. Awesome. Like, like podcasts and stuff? Oh, please. Podcasts are verbal narcissism for ugly journalists. Would you say I have a plethora of piñatas? A what? A plethora. Oh, yes. <laughs> you have a plethora. Jefe, what is a plethora? Why, guapo? Well, you told me I have a plethora. And I just would like to know if you know what a plethora is. I would not like to think that a person would tell someone he has a plethora and find out that that person has no idea what it means to have a plethora. Forgive me, guapo. I know that I, Jefe, do not have your superior intellect and education. But could it be that once again... You are angry at something else and are looking to take it out on me? Telegram. <laughs> oh, telegram, just a moment. <laughs> can't tell me this woman was killed by falling out of a tree. <laughs> what is it? Land shark. Cleverest species of them all. Oh, my God. And a fine morning to you, Friar Rod. It is a fine morning, Rabbi Dave. It is the eve of World War III, apparently. Yes. Well, it's kind of been a soft World War III already. Oh, no, 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 no. Are you not listening to the pundits, as it were? See, this is what drives me nuts. By the way, I'm Rabbi Dave. Um, yep. Did Friar I say Rod. that? I don't remember. You just you just greeted me as the friar. Oh. We didn't introduce And then you yet. greeted me as the rabbi. So see, we did a cop. Swear to God, my brain is just uh, not working real well right now. You know why? <laughs> I've only coffee. had one cup of coffee. One cup of coffee. I, I, I'm like only halfway through my cup of coffee this morning. Uh, all right. Well, I'm getting started in a second. So apparently we're on the verge of World War III. This I'm being told by numerous people who are deeply concerned that we aren't going to live to see tomorrow, let alone next year. The end of the world is nigh upon us, and this is all because... Well, the nearest I can figure is it's Joe Biden's fault. Uh So in case you're not keeping up, there was a big hurricane that wiped Florida off the map. There's no more Florida. (laughs) This was this was Donald Trump's fault. Sure. Because he took us out of the Paris Accord Treaty, which means that now hurricanes are going to be, quote, more destructive and more frequent. So Florida, no longer there. Yeah, I, I, I don't buy that, but go ahead. Continue. Have you not seen the apocalyptic video from Florida? Well, I have, but, you know, hurricanes are tragic, and hurricanes have been around for a very long time. Fort Myers was flooded. Of course. Disneyland was, is already open again, but oh yeah, because but, Disneyland is like it's in its own little bubble. So even if Florida gets wiped off the map, yeah. no, it's Disney World, right? Disney World. Yeah. Disney World will still be there, so. Well, that's that's where I want to retire. 
in the Orlando area. Hmm. It's inland. So they get the wind and they get the rain from the hurricanes, but you don't have that flooding issue. Right. Like, you know, storm surge. Well, you know, ever since Trump pulled us out of the 2016, in 2016, pulled us out of the Paris Accords. Yeah. Hurricanes have become something that were, you know, just unprecedented. They've never <laughs> happened like this before, ever. It's never, it's never been this way in the past. And it's all Trump's fault. And we're gonna have to, you know, we're going to have to have a naming system now for hurricanes. They're going to get so bad. Yeah. Mm, keep track of them. What are the pronouns of a hurricane? <laughs> Is a cane? Are mm. they a cane? They a cane, yeah. <laughs> wow. Z a cane? <laughs> so anyway, Joe Biden's been working on this. He's been trying to, trying to solve this. Mm-hmm. But those damn Republicans in Congress just won't help him. And this is why Florida... Is a red state run by Ron DeSantis, or I'm sorry, DeSantis is, uh, had to be destroyed. So, so the the left plan to the hurricane. Well, response. I've seen numerous tweets that told me that Florida was getting its just desserts for sending illegal immigrants to to Martha's Vineyard. Because well, it seems it seems equal, right? Fifty immigrants being kicked out of Martha's Vineyard. Yeah. $40 billion hurricane. Eh, you know, it seems, seems about right. Yeah. Well, and you know, you know, Pelosi was concerned about, you know, Florida agriculture. So, right. uh, you know, they, they need to that. keep the immigrants there so that they can work the fields, which, which makes me wonder why aren't we sending them to California? That's where they really need them. <laughs> what amazes me about that isn't that she said that it's that the it's just the complete cluelessness that she has that she's from freaking California yeah. where we've been debating this illegal immigrant migrant worker but she's from the bay area dave she goes and gets her hair done in the bay area and right. she's yeah she has no clue you know the bay area people don't know really what goes on in the valley except for when they drive through to go to yosemite right which is where they get their water from yeah which is not the Bay Area, they get their water from the, just like Los Angeles gets its water from the Owen Valley. Yeah. So, yeah, they don't know anything. Anyway, hurricane, uh, Trump's fault, Biden's trying to stop. But then we have the pipeline blow up in, mm-hmm. in the Baltic Ocean. Sea, sorry. It's not an ocean. That, that's fascinating, though. That, that whole, it's the, the dominoes that have kind of like fallen around that whole. But this is what has people scenario. convinced that World War Three is going to start tonight. Because. As one nationally syndicated radio talk show host put it, quote, this is the kind of event, the kind of trigger that sets off a world war. And then he then proceeded to tell me that I'm not trying to scare you. I'm not trying to make you nervous. I don't need the clicks, blah, blah, blah. But I fear we're going to, we're being dragged into World War III. Okay, putting aside the fact that a pipeline is not an archduke, is it is it the kind of thing that sparks a world war? It could be, but it's just an excuse if it does. It's not the actual cause. The actual cause is that Vladimir Putin is, what's the word for it? There's a word for what he is. What is that word? Oh, yeah, batshit crazy. Yeah. That's the, what's three words, but, but you get the idea. And nobody seems to know what's motivating this guy anymore. I, yeah. I have no idea. I can't figure it out. 
I, there was a time He's when been I been saying NATO, right? He doesn't want NATO that close, but they were already that close. They were already there, right? And he, you know, the, initially it was Ukraine. We need Ukraine. Ukraine mm-hmm. is a traditional part of the Russian Empire, and blah blah blah. So I sort of understood it. Well, and then we've also found out that that's where a lot of their tank parts are made, right? <laughs> Unlike ours that are made in China. So yeah. by that logic, we should be invading China, right? Yeah. <clears throat> West Taiwan. So the the absolute mind-melting that's going on right now over this is both amusing to watch and it's scary to watch because in some ways he's right. I mean, if you go back to July of 1914, you get a guy that's not well-liked, Archduke Ferdinand. See, this is the big myth that's happened in the ensuing 106 years or so. Archduke Ferdinand was 108 years. Sorry. Can't do math that this early. No, was not a popular guy. He was not well liked. His, his, he was the heir to the throne of the Austria Hungarian empire. The guy who was on the throne flat out hated him. Yeah. Didn't was, was kind of, you know, he was kind of hoping something would happen so that this guy wouldn't inherit the throne. <laughs> not in those particular words. So when he was shot, this, quote-unquote, sparks World War I. But what people don't realize is that there's an entire month between the time this guy is shot mm-hmm. and the time Serbia is invaded by Austria-Hungary because Austria-Hungary sends Serbia this memo saying, okay, your guy shot our Archduke, and so here are the repercussions. You have to do these things. And these things were ridiculous. Like you have to wear two, two pink tutus on Wednesdays uh-huh. and you have to dance, you no know, more taco Tuesdays, no more taco Tuesdays. I mean, it was just, it was stuff that not only was it outrageous, but it wasn't even doable. It wasn't sure. even stuff that the Serbians could go, well, yeah, we can live with that. It was stuff that was just so off the ridiculous charts of international relationships that the Serbians, along with most of the Western world went, are you okay over there, Arch- Austria? Are you like, are you like Tua Tungavalaya trying to get up off the turf with your fingers like that? What's yeah. wrong with you people? Even the Kaiser, Germany, was like, yeah, that may be crazy. But they wanted to go to war. They wanted to go to war. They wanted to invade Serbia, which is what we come back to with Putin. He wanted to invade Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So saying that the pipeline is the spark, you know, I'm not in the same vein that Archduke Ferdinand was the spark, I guess. But reality is that if there is a World War III, it was decided a long time ago. Now, I'm not one of these people that believes in the New World Order. I don't believe that George Soros is in the background going, what we need here is a war that will kill 8 billion people. You know, look, I'm not willing to go that far. I know some of you do believe that because I keep hearing from you. It's fine. Have a ball. Keep yourself up at night. I don't care. But in the big scheme of things, you know, there's a big discussion in in the philosophy of history right now about free will. Okay. Okay. Take the assassination of Archduke Ferdinand. How many individual people had to make individual free will choices? For that event to happen. Mm. Now, 
if you're talking about a simple thing like the assassination of an archduke in 1914, now bump that forward. How many individual yeah. people are going to have to make individual free will choices for things to happen now? First off, there's three times as many people on the planet as there used to be mm-hmm. back then. So if you take the argument that every free will choice has an effect on another free will choice, chaos theory, I guess. Mm-hmm. How do we get to this point? Could could the the bombing, because I think even now the Nor even NATO has acknowledged or Europe has acknowledged that this was a bombing yes. of the of the pipeline trigger World War Three? I don't know. Trying very desperately to use my free will to say, no, stop. <laughs> so far. It, stop saying World War Three. It's creepy to me, man. It's almost like the people who are saying this, how do I, and I this is going to sound strange to say, but it's almost like they want World War Three. Mm-hmm. It's almost like George Patton. Did you say if you would, you were caught between them, you'd fight the Germans and the Russians? No, mm-hmm. but I sure as hell wish I had. Well, I guess it's uh, it's it's the l- slow news cycle since Trump's out of office, right? So they're looking for something. They're ramping up. To well, get, yeah, uh, until the midterms, because after the midterms, it, if if everything I'm being told is true, and the you know the Republicans are going to wipe the Democrats off the planet, which isn't going uh-huh. to happen, but no, this is what they're telling me. Like a hurricane, they're going to roll through the Democrat uh, through the midterms and. Completely obliterate the thing. So after that point, then um, then they'll need to they'll need something else to talk about. So yeah, well, World War Three will do it, right? So is it possible that Donald Trump machinized all this so that to, to get his name off the front pages? So he's he's behind the scenes creating World War Three so that so that we can get his name out of the news. <laughs> I mean, that's every bit as a legitimate theory as anything else, right? Yeah. North Korea is throwing ballistic missiles again. The good news is, though, there's good news on the North Korean front. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that yeah. is that they are our good friends <laughs> and strong allies. According to one of our most esteemed politicians. So when Donald Trump actually went to North Korea, which he did, he actually went mm-hmm. to North Korea. He's the only American president to step foot in North Korea. Uh, granted, he didn't go very far. I get it. No, no. And I'm sure the Secret Service was having conniption fits when he did, but. Oh, I bet. You know, when he actually went to North Korea, the Democrat, the left of this country, poo pooed it as a stunt, as a, yeah. as a joke, as a meaningless thing, and blah, 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 blah. But now the vice president of the United States, who is not Donald Trump's vice president, stands up in South Korea and announces to the world. We have a strong ally in North Korea. <laughs> Unless you think I'm making this up, she actually said North Korea. And when corrected, when someone said, um, I don't think that's what you mean, she repeated it. End of quote, repeat line. <laughs> now, I don't know about where you're from, but where I'm from in the world, in, in the world of insane, crazy theories about what's going on. Shouldn't that be, wait, we're allied with, shouldn't, shouldn't the, 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 it's the end of the world, obscent, crazy people be going bananas about that? Are we the Axis now? Are we, are we actually on the North Korean side? (laughs) 
Well, I know, you know, you know, Dave, it is really close to South Korea. And, you know, according North to Korea Paul is? Harris, yes. <laughs> she's standing there 50 meters away using these huge binoculars saying, ooh, that looks like really close. And to which the officer standing next to her said, yes, it's 50 meters away. <laughs> Like looking at Jupiter the other night. Oh, that looks really close. That's, you know, it's only 58 million miles. So. <laughs> did you go outside and see Jupiter? I did not. We did. My wife made us. I didn't want to go. I didn't care. And here's why. I know how slowly things move. Mm-hmm. So Jupiter is only a few hundred miles closer tonight at its closest approach than it was last night. Yeah. and. It'll only be a few hundred miles apart tomorrow night. It'll still look the same. Yeah. But she made us go outside to look at Jupiter. Yeah, Which you can't see because it's just a little dot no. in the sky. I mean, it's a bigger I dot I used to have normal, a telescope but, when I was yeah. younger and got to see Jupiter. And you can vaguely see some of the moons, but even then it's... Right. Yeah. But that's the kind of thing that'll start a world war. Because Jupiter is, of course, the, the king of the gods. Yeah. And he's close to Earth, which means he's throwing thunderbolts at us, which means that Putin has gotten hit by one of them, and he thinks that NATO fired it at him, so he's going to, this is all Jupiter's fault. Or as those of us who are worshiping the true gods refer to him as Zeus, mm-hmm. threw a thunderbolt at, at Putin, hit him, and, and this, this, this is controlling World War III. I don't know where Mars is right now. The bringer of war. He might be on the other side. He was close a couple of years ago, right? He was. And this whole yeah. thing started. So there you so every, go. Well, it's like every two years we get close to Mars, right? Because that's right. the that's the optimal it, time to, it to keeps sh- happening. shot. Yeah. Right. Because there's, you know, a thing called orbit. Right. It's like all these people with, oh, Mars is in retrograde now. Mercury retrograde. No kidding. Been doing that for 13 billion years. Well, four billion years, but it predicts your future or 6,000 years. If you're, yeah, it could be 6,000 years, depending on which, uh, which version of creation you choose to believe, <laughs> but it's not, it's four and a half billion years. So, uh, but these people are like, well, no, that predicts your future. Really? Cause I don't see how. No. Oh. Pick up two newspapers, one from Los Angeles, one from New York, on the same day, and read the horoscope columns for you, for you, and you'll get two completely different things. How can that be? Yeah. Anyway, I didn't mean to get off into that. It's all fake. What? <laughs> it's all fake. <laughs> no, 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 no. These people are believing that. I mean, they've got their crystals in their hands, and they're like crushing them. They're squeezing them so hard because they believe in this stuff so hard. Much like people who believe that we're going to be at World War III within 24 hours. Well, so, so here's what I want to know. Who's the defining authority as to what the horoscope is, right? Is there – it's not like a, a religion or a religious order has a leader that kind of like, you know, tells you what it is. So how, how does one become an authority in divining horoscopes? Well, based in history, you try to avoid being that guy. Yeah. Because that guy, when he's wrong, 
gets executed. Yeah. So you really, so that, that particular religious belief for the better part of 6,000 years has been, has become experts in spreading the blame around to somewhere and being extremely vague yeah. about things. Much like governments when they're discussing pipelines blowing up. Well, whose fault is it? We don't like that question. Sorry. I don't appreciate the tone of your question. Well, Move can along. you answer the question? Nothing to see here. Move along. Right. So, so far I've been told that we blew it up, that we used a submarine to do it, that we used divers to do it, that we used an airplane to do it. Drone. That we used a drone to do it, that we used Greta Thunberg to do it. That was funny. The, that's, that's one of the funniest memes right, out there. Right. That we, <laughs> right. There are so many different scenarios here of what we used to blow up the pipe. Now, look, I'm going to say this point blank. It's possible that we did. It, it's, I never believe anything until it's been officially denied is my, yeah. is my motto, which we have officially denied it, which means that, okay, we could have probably done it. I'm still back to, I'm still back to Sherlock Holmes. It's a mistake to theorize before you have any data. I have no data. Mm-hmm. Oh, but look, Dave, here's a YouTube video that shows something happening in that area at exactly the same time. Well, damn. Here's a YouTube video that shows the Broncos winning Super Bowl twelve. Must be true, right? Well, I know it's been theorized because the U.S. was conducting operations, I guess, out in that exact area about a month ago. So there, the some Based of the theories are they they set mines down there and they waited for the Russian fleet to go like over that area and then blow up the. But I mean, so there is, I mean, it's something that you could conceivably think of, but I don't know that it's accurate. We but have I no don't data. have that. I, I do not have that information. People have been telling me that. Oh, the United States was conducting operations. Really? Because I haven't seen that. I have not seen any official report anywhere that says the United States was conducting these operations. Now, if you have one, you can send it to me. Sir. Dave at whatthefrock.org. But that still doesn't prove anything because I'm pretty sure other navies were conducting operations in the Baltic Sea mm-hmm. during an invasion of Ukraine. Pretty sure that's been happening, just like it's happening in the South China Sea and in the Sea of Tosk and in the Sea of Japan and in the Pacific Ocean. Pretty sure it was happening there, too. I'm not saying we didn't. All I'm saying is no one, and this means you, has any proof that we did. And it is a mistake to theorize before you have any data. And no one's going to really cop to it either. Not for a hundred years, which we may not be here for because, uh, you know, we might have World War Three, and we'll be living the fallout game. Well, you will be. I'll, I'll be dead. Like yeah, I said, well, I'm two and a half miles from Strategic Weapons Facility Pacific. <laughs> it's a pretty major target. So, so yeah, we're uh, we're dead here. But at least it'll be quick. We won't have to worry about it for long which is kind of a pragmatic way of looking at things, but you know, do you really want to be around? Not really. So you people further away from targets, well, you just suffer with the radiation fallout. Well, those of us who roast alive initially will, will be dancing in Valhalla. Yeah. You'll be a nuclear s'more. (laughs) (laughs) 
one way to look at it. You know who will still be alive, though, is Diane Feinstein. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, have they started injecting her with the, uh, what, what's that uh, embalming drug? Right. <laughs> I don't know, man. Diane Feinstein's All, all I know is I remember a lot of discussion about her back during the Kavanaugh hearings. Mm-hmm. And she had made a mistake, according to the left, where she hugged somebody. I'm thinking Lindsey Graham, but it might have been somebody else. She actually hugged him on camera. Yeah. And this caused the left to just freaking lose. Wasn't bad enough that Kavanaugh was confirmed. Diane Feinstein, the, the, you know, the stalwart of progressivism is hugging a conservative. And this, this proves that she's in on it. And so there was a lot of talk, especially where you were, because this was before. Yeah. This was before Biden was elected. Mm-hmm. Kamala Harris, I guess, was the was one of the candidates for president, senator from California. And there was a lot of discussion about how she would have to step down as senator. And so Newsom would have to name a replacement. Mm-hmm. And then after this whole thing with with Kavanaugh, Feinstein was going to retire. And Newsom was going to get to re- name a replacement. And the presumption was he would name himself. And, of course, that didn't happen because DiFi didn't resign. No. She hasn't stepped down. And now, apparently, there's some, there's some stuff she's, happening she's in her approaching office. approaching 90? Yes. And I'm not, sorry, but there has to be an age limit. I mean, <laughs> you could be an advisor. You could, I mean, you could do stuff like that. But Well, I go back to my standard argument, which is you people in California have, you have the ability to get rid of her. But you choose not to. So okay, I can count on one hand how many times I've voted for Diane Feinstein. Right, but there's thirty six, thirty five million nine hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine of the rest of you idiots. So well, there, there's the idiots that voted her in. Yeah. Anyway, apparently the other day in her office, she was pretty upset with her staff because she didn't understand something—a bill, a, a funding bill, as I recall. Yeah. And she was like, well, I don't even know what this is. <laughs> and the staff was kind of like, you're the senior senator from from California. How can you not know what this is? I mean, <laughs> theoretically, you wrote part of it. Yeah. So anyway, we'll see. So I, I'm assuming she, like the rest of the cockroaches, will survive World War Three. Yeah. I will not. Rod will die of radiation poisoning. Well, and, and you know all of the think about it, one, one nuke goes off in the in the Bay Area, and basically just the fallout alone from that is going to destroy the Central Valley agriculture community. We will not be able to export anything anywhere. Well, you're not anyway. Well, we are, we are exporting some things, some things, almonds, but yeah, but the rest of it. I mean, between what you're doing to trucking and what gas prices are doing and what inflation is doing, who knows? Anyway. There's the good news. Everything is falling apart. Enjoy your day and stay with us. We'll be right back. I'm Bill Mick with WMMB Radio in Melbourne, Florida, where we have a governor that will actually stand for what's right. My show airs mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern. Every day we discuss news, politics, and social issues that impact us all. Tuesdays in our 8 o'clock hour, Dave joins me for something we call Dave Does History, where Dave brings us events from our past that contain lessons for right now. 
to listen live, find WMMB on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome back. I'm Dave. I'm Rod. And this is What the Frock, a podcast and podcast only. We do not do video. Although we record on video, we do not publish the video. Why don't we do that? Have we even talked about that? I think we did once once upon a time. And I don't know if it's just because it's so early on a Sunday morning. A Could be the main reason. Like right. Half awake and bad hair. Yeah, yeah, bad hair. Plus, and I say this with love, as someone who does this on a regular basis, video is a royal pain in the butt. Yeah. I mean, it just, for, for just for upload, I mean, just, just for, just for say an example, to upload the hour long What the Frog podcast takes about, 30 minutes of total mm-hmm. uploading time with, with writing the page and blah, blah, blah. Video takes forever. It takes hours because yeah. not only do you have to, not only have to have to render the video, you have to make the video, but then you got to upload it. And believe me, YouTube is not for, for what YouTube is. It's not very friendly for uploading. I mean, it's mm-hmm. slow, slow. Which, if you're doing a three-minute TikTok, hey, watch me hit myself in the face with this frying pan as a challenge, is you know that's not a big deal. But once you get over thirty minutes or so in length, it takes a long time. It's great for the Nyquil chicken stuff, right? Yes, that kind of thing. But as a general rule of thumb, video a royal pain in the butt, and I I, I rue the day that I started doing it for my show. <laughs> <Me> <laughs> Well, you were told that that's the way to do I it. I was right? told that this is the this is the thing. I don't believe it because my podcasts get X number of downloads, which I will assure you mm-hmm. is at least at least ten to fifteen times more watches than I get on video. Yeah. Now, I don't I'll, know. If the, I'll watch you on video just right. to say that I have, and usually I'm like one of the only one of the three views that I see. Right. Right, which, which makes me wonder, is my video that boring? I mean, am I that ugly? Is it, you know, what's the problem here? I don't know. But I'm sure that, now the advantage is it'll still be there. Assuming World War III doesn't start tonight, those videos will still be there 100 years from now and my son can watch them. And Or if you don't get banned. No, my it's not that I care, but I really, I really don't like to go up to that band. See, I've already been thrown off Facebook for something. So, mm-hmm. which was ridiculous, but it's, it's not that I don't care about that stuff. I do. I just don't think it's necessary. 99% of the people who are banned on YouTube want to be banned on YouTube so that they can say I've been banned on YouTube. Yeah. Very few of them are banned because they did something that they weren't even thinking about. They knew what they were doing. It's, yeah. it's a, it, it's a it's a PR move. You know, there's a line in Yes, Prime Minister about JB being the highest honor in the English Commonwealth. Okay. So you have these letters like you know Knight Grand Cross, and mm-hmm. JB is the highest honor. You know why? Because no. it stands for jailed by the British. <laughs> and if you've been jailed by the British, then you're you know you're you're great. So it's the same kind of thing. Banned by YouTube. Number one, it doesn't mean anything because there's so many video platforms out there. Sure. That, it, but number two, nine times out of 10, I think it's just, I think it's intentional. But all this to say, this is a podcast, which is an audio presentation. But 
the thinking on podcasts was challenged this past week. It's, for those of you who didn't notice, and <laughs> judging by the judging by the reaction, I'm going to say this was most of you. Uh, September 30th was International Podcast Day, oh, as it is every man. year. I missed it. Well, I'm embarrassed to say I did too. Usually, I at least change my profile picture to the uh-huh. to the logo for that. This year, I just said, "Meh, who cares." Because as it turns out now, the big controversy in podcasting world, I know this sounds weird to you, but but I actually do follow this stuff. I actually follow the podcast movement people, even after the 2022 debacle. I still do it. I'm, I'm members of podcast groups, and I have friends who are podcasters, and we talk podcasting and blah, 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 blah. The big controversy right now, you, you ready for this? I'm ready. A quote unquote leading podcaster, which I don't even know what that means, asked the question this last week, a contra- tweeted a controversial opinion. Quote, podcasting is just radio now, unquote. And this has set the podcasting world. It, it's, like we, it's like she just burned down Ukraine. No, but it how is, dare it she is say this? Basically, a radio. I mean, especially with all the mobile devices that tie to cars now. When I when we take long trips, I don't listen to live radio. I listen to podcasts. Why? Because I can choose. I can choose the, the subject or or the artist. Basically, we prefer uh, the term artiste, but okay, artiste. Yes, so. I could choose them for whatever we're going, whatever trip we're taking. And in fact, the last long trip we had, my wife didn't realize that Megan Kelly had a podcast. And I said, yeah, she's actually done really well. Oh my God. So, uh, I forgot what I was going to say. I, I, I think her intent in this tweet wasn't to talk about the consume, the, the consumption of the podcast, yeah. which, is radio. I mean, yeah. it's, it's the same thing. Even radio is ra- is streaming now. So yeah. who listens to AM or FM radio anymore? I'm assuming people do, but I don't know who you are. Other than those of you that listen to Bill Mick each morning on the AM radio down WMMB or the FM dial, because you're on the other side of the whatever. But mm-hmm. I, I haven't listened to AM radio. I don't even listen to Mariners games on the radio. I mean, I do, but they're stream. Mm-hmm. Because you can't watch them here because of the stupid MLB blackout rule. That's still going on? It's still. Do you realize there are places in Iowa, Iowa, flat, corn-intensive, Midwestern mm-hmm. state? Iowa, for those of you not keeping up, does not have an MLB team. There are seven MLB teams that are blacked out in Iowa. You cannot watch them on MLB TV. That doesn't make sense at all. It makes no sense at all. So the Mariners, of course, the other night, 21 years, they haven't been to the playoffs. They're finally going to make the playoffs. And you can't watch the game here except unless you have Root Sports Cable. If you don't have Root Sports Cable, you cannot watch the game. You could go to the game, but I'm not paying $85 for a ticket to a baseball game. You can't just VPN it? No. Can't. MLB has cracked down on that. Even the site where you used to be able to do that, you can't mm-hmm. do it anymore. So in the interest of building, you know, building interest in the game, they've blacked it out. So you can't watch the game. It's just stupid. 
MLB TV, which we pay for. Mm-hmm. I have a subscription to MLB TV. Can't watch the game. So anyway, nobody listens to AM radio anymore, which was my point. Not the Mariners beating the A's to go to the, the playoffs. But yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot, Dave. I think what she was driving at wasn't the consumption of the podcast. I think what she was driving at was the production. She's mad because, and I, and I take this personally, too many of the shows now are just radio shows as opposed to these high-end production scripted overproduced radio theater shows that she does. And so people are criticizing her because her production is, is you know, off a little bit. So oh, who cares? It's all radio now. Meaning that the, the podcasts have become essentially live radio shows, which again, I, I don't want to put too fine a point on it, but there's a reason why my personal show is called plausibly live mm-hmm. because it is recorded live. I don't go back and re-edit things. No. I can tell you that in 12 years of doing it, I have edited a show one time for content. Yeah. Now, I have edited it for audio quality, but for content only one time. We have have edited out some false starts. (laughs) Yeah, well, and and then I put them back in because they're funny on occasion, not always. but Leaping out the, the bad words. Yeah, I don't even always do that. Sometimes I do kind of depends on the mood kind of depends on who I want to listen to the show. If I think my mom's going to listen to it, then yeah, I edit it out. But <laughs> if I don't, then I don't worry about it. Anyway, she's upset because podcasting is just radio now. And this has set the podcasting world on fire. I'm serious. If you've been following, if you follow the podcast, this has been the debate for the entire week of international podcast day. Are we just radio now? And oh my God, if we are, should we commit Harry Carey? Should we, should we burn it all down? Because, because we, we can't be radio. <laughs> it's worse. Um, it's, it's public access. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's even worse. <laughs> and for me, it's like what I said to Rod and Bill the other day was, I didn't know that it wasn't radio. I've always treated it as radio to the point where as a general rule of thumb, I don't even, I still follow the FCC rules for the most part. Now, there are occasions where I don't, and I get it, but those are conscious conscious choices. Mm -hmm. But as a general rule of thumb, I treat it just like it is on the air because, you know, someday I'd like to be back on the air and I don't want to lose that. I don't want to lose that training. So practice makes permanent. You want to make sure that you're practicing what you want to, how you want to play like you practice. Yeah. Is, is the bottom line. I don't, I don't mind dropping an occasional F-bomb or whatever, but but I also know that in radio, somebody would bleep that out. Mm-hmm. Whereas here, the only person that's going to bleep it out is me in post-production, and I, maybe I have time to do it. Maybe I don't. Maybe I care. Maybe I don't. Mm-hmm. I've never I've never gotten a complaint. I, I used to get letters of complaint on the air when I was on the air yeah. because I would use a certain word that some of the audience did not like. Want to know what that word was? Nuclear? Numbnuts. Well, they didn't like, <laughs> there's one guy that didn't like nuclear. Numbnuts. I would say, that's stupid, numbnuts. Right? <laughs> and we would get letters of complaint. Dave said a bad word. Numbnuts is a bad word. Yes. So, I don't know. So, anyway, the, the whole point of this being that I'm, I'm confused because I love podcasting. Yes, I have my issues with podcasting. And one of the things I hate are the overproduced, yeah. scripted, 
radio theater shows. They have their place. I'm not going to argue that. I like CBS Radio Mystery Theater. I always have. What I don't like are these preachy um, serial shows. Yeah, I don't uh, like those. Overprodu- overproduced, overacted. Overproduced, overacted, and most importantly, undersourced. Mm-hmm. I can't, just because you say to me that this person is innocent because you think they are, doesn't prove it to me. Does that make sense? I need, I need to be able to see the evidence. Mm-hmm. And you're not showing me the evidence. You're just showing me what you want me to see or hear, as the case may be. And so I have an issue with that. But I don't like that. I like live yeah. radio. I like, I like contemporaneous, extemporaneous speech. I like the fact that we make mistakes and we say wrong words. And sure, I could go through and spend hours, and there are people who do this. Hours editing out every, they call them mistakes, mm-hmm. but they're not. Every pause, every click, every um, and it's like, why would you, to my thinking, why, this is how speech is. Why would you edit all that out if you really want to communicate? Well, and if you're going to edit it all out, why not just read from a teleprompter then, right? Why don't you script the whole thing and then you're not going to have as many things to edit out of the. Well, in fairness, most people who read teleprompters can't speak either. So No, that's true. It's kind of very Joe Biden-esque, but at the bottom, you know, period. Repeat line. Good friends, North Korea, strong allies. (laughs) No, that's what I meant. Um, I don't know, man. I, I would like to hear from people. I, I assume that what I, what we do here and what I do on my show is what you want to hear or else you wouldn't listen. Yeah. And my policy is going to be to continue that because frankly, it takes time to do this as it is. I mean, not only do we have to spend an hour in front of the microphones recording, mm-hmm. but then I have to mix it together and I have to make sure the, the levels are right. And I got to make sure, you know, if there's a screw up somewhere, it gets fixed or whatever. And then I have to mix it and then I have to prepare it and then I have to upload it. It all takes time. Yeah. I'm not going to spend six hours editing a show with Rod. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to do it. Sorry. Yeah. I don't blame you. If you can't deal with the occasional um or or whatever, I don't know what to tell you. There are yeah. settings that you could you could download the show and do some settings in addition that would get rid of it if you wanted to, but yeah, but that's your time, not mine. <laughs> it's your time. But I swear to God, man, these people on these and and some of the questions that they, that get asked, Rod, are just so freaking stupid i don't see this pop up in my uh, facebook stuff anymore i'll have to see if maybe they kick me out for not saying anything what kind of microphone should i use yeah google it exactly is there anybody out there that can edit my podcast for me i need someone to edit it upload it do all the social media stuff take care of, update the xml files everything i need basically a producer so they gonna, just want to record it. That's it. Right, right, want, right. Are you going to pay somebody to do this? Because number one, I could do it for work. you. Yeah. It's a lot of work, but it, number one, I could do it for you. But number two, I don't work for free, and, no. nor do I work for cheap. So except for radio, radio, I work for cheap because so, I enjoy doing it. <laughs> anyway, I didn't mean to ramble that long for podcasting. Well, well it's a, it's a, yeah, it's, it's a sore spot, right? It is. It's a very sore spot to me, and it's very 
as I said the other day, I never assumed it was anything but radio podcasting. Mm-hmm. It's it's all I started podcasting when I was on the radio. The first three years of my podcast are radio shows. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I've never considered it anything but radio. I like radio. I'm assuming everybody likes radio. Yeah. If you don't, then there are plenty of pre-processed, overproduced, scripted shows that you can listen to and probably enjoy. I'm not a plethora of them. Using that word, I don't think you know what it means. A Did you say I have a plethora of sweaters? <laughs> On that note, stay with us. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Justine, bringing you late night talk for those that go to bed early. Listen to my podcast, What's Justine Thinking, every Wednesday and Friday on Anchor and Spotify. And now we've entered the magical mystery hour, or, well, minute or two. The witching hour? The witching hour. As we head into October... And this is the time when we talk about our WTF News Stories of the Week. And Dave, yeah, we've had this... F- I cannot believe you're going to do this story. We had I'm this not. friendly wager going on between who had the best WTF story. You, and I, I happened to run across this, and I think it was on Twitter. But, um, you know, I, I like dogs. Um, I prefer cats, and, and which is great. Uh, but I don't ever ever sleep with the animals i do not let them sleep with us we we locked the door when they had cats the cats weren't in the room i don't See, sleep I put with my them. cat out at night i make him go outside at night you know why because he craps on the floor okay well yeah so he goes out at night yeah so yeah and he we won't just... sleep with me either but he will he will demand that i sit on the couch so that he can snuggle up on me on the couch yeah, yeah. it's I don't, always I don't... it's always five minutes before i'm going on the air yeah, I don't mind the like the nap stuff, but an actual sleep, sleep, you know, sleeping for the night type thing. There's just there's just no way um, because animals are needy buggers and uh, they, they get into uh, they get into things. You know, you're trying to sleep and they're playing with you, whatever. Anyway, but they're, apparently there's one. British Wait a woman. second. Back up. They're, they're playing with what? <laughs> so we used to have a cat that would like crawl under the covers and start playing with your feet and like attacking your feet. Under the covers. Okay. All right. Just making sure. So, yeah, that was that was it. We said no more cats. None. Not in the not in the room. We sleep alone. Anyway, so there, apparently there's a British woman who loves her dog, loves her Chihuahua dog so much that she she routinely sleeps with the dog. That is until recently. And, and I have to warn you that this is this is a gross part. This is totally gross. But apparently while she was sleeping, her dog who had a digestive infection had uncontrollable runs while the dog was sleeping with her. But apparently the dog sleeps with sleeps with her right around her head because she woke up and she had the dog's excrement in her mouth to which she then ended up getting sick because of a bacterial infection and spent three days in the hospital, Dave, three days because the dog went poo-poo in her mouth. So uh, this is WTF. I mean, I'm sorry, people. Uh, this is just gross. But who watched her dog while she was? Uh, the article does not go into that. 
there's people claiming that it's false because she you know, she took a, a a moment to take a selfie. Imagine that a selfie with the dog poop running down her. Well, see, face. that doesn't surprise me at all. Oh no, no, that's no, this no. generation. Look, this terrible. Th- I've just been executed by the czar. Take a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, my WTF story is this woman who got three days in the hospital because her dog. And you think yeah. that's going to beat my story, dude? Uh, yeah, I do. I, I Since do. 2010, actually it was 2009, when I was on the radio, mm-hmm. I have been utterly fascinated with what I consider to be nature's finest killing machine. I realize that there are arguments to be had, but to me, the ancient shark which has existed for hundreds of millions of years. Evolution or perfected 6, it. Just or 6,000, depending on, you know, which yeah. theology you buy. But for hundreds of millions of years ago, evolution perfected the shark. And it has been virtually unchanged. In 500 million years, it has swum our ocean. Uh-huh. Now, in fairness, they have gotten smaller, which is unfortunate. Because the megalodon no longer exists, which I wish it did. God, I wish the megalodon. I want to believe. And a few years ago on Shark Week, they had a special on the megalodon. Does the megalodon actually exist? And I was so excited. Turned out to not exist. And the picture that they showed of it was fake. Darn it. Disappointed. But it doesn't change the fact that there are still great whites and makos and tigers and bull sharks. And one year for Valentine's Day. My wife actually took me to a shark slasher film on Valentine's Day, and it was wonderful. It was fantastic. Shark Shark slasher film. And all this started because there was a story about some guy that fell into the water. His dog fell in the water, Uh and a shark grabbed it, and he jumped in the water to fight the shark to get his dog. And I asked the question one day on the air, "Would would you do that? And this obsession with sharks began on Afternoons Live. Okay. And I have enjoyed and loved sharks ever since. And Sharknado. Sharknado is a fantastic documentary film. I love it. <laughs> I love, I like Shark Night 3D. It was a great film. So the premise of the film is this guy wants to murder people because they treated him bad when he was younger, right? Uh-huh. So you've got to get even with all these cheerleader types, which again, I have, a, I have the same issue. So. <laughs> Anyway, he stalks a lake with, with bull sharks, and the bull sharks are eating the cheerleaders, which is great. That's so funny. So after all of this, you'll be happy to know that I went to heaven this week. Yes. Because yes, of Hurricane did. Ian. Hurricane Ian roared ashore. It's Donald Trump's fault. We all know that. Mm-hmm. To destroy Western Florida. It's gone. No longer exists. Disney World already open, but... Orlando International Airport already open. So if you got Disneyland plans, Disney World plans, you're fine. But if you're going to Fort Myers, it's going to take a while. And it does take Florida a long time to recover. Uh, Andrew, 1992, Uh right? There were still blue tarps on top of the roofs in 2005 when I went back. So it does take a while. Anyway, part of the... Part of the... uh, the function of this hurricane was the way that it pushed the storm surge in mm-hmm. to Fort Myers. And for the first time in recorded history, actual 
video evidence. This was actually seen by numerous people. Sharks were swimming in the streets of Fort Myers and apparently found something to eat and began a feeding frenzy. There's only three or four of them there, but Mm -hmm. in the streets of Fort Myers. Sharks in the streets. And believe me, this does not have me saying WTF. This has me saying, oh, freaking yeah. Hey, this is Whitey. And this is Hank. And you can listen to our podcast, Two Pine Talk, on all your favorite podcast sources. So come check it out where we talk about two beers and, and everything stuff. <laughs> listen to Two Pint Talk on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. I'm Rabbi Dave. I am Friar Rod. So I had to get a new phone this week. I'm sorry. What do you mean you're sorry? Because isn't I know I know technology, the model guys. Of phone you got right, but, but for technology guys, isn't getting a new anything? I mean, I love what? getting a new computer. Sure. I love getting it. What I really love is when the guy goes, "Do you need help setting that up?" And you look at him and go, "No." Well, I mean, the, the phone manufacturers themselves have made it almost idiot-proof to transfer phones. They have. Now. Although... Almost. Uh, almost. Not completely, but almost. So the upshot of this was Ben needed a phone. We decided Ben needed a phone. Mm-hmm. He's 12. He's in junior high school. Um, there are some potential transportation problems now. We needed yeah. to be able to communicate with him. So we decided we'd get him a phone. So I had an iPhone 11 Plus. Uh-huh. This is important. It's an iPhone 11 Plus. Uh-huh. That we decided we would down to him. Sure. So I got trickle, four lines. Trickle down economics. Right. So I got four lines on my plan. Two of them are iPad lines. Okay. One of which is his iPad. So I thought, we'll just kill that line, move that line to my iPhone, and then I'll upgrade my iPhone and get, get an, you know, and we'll still have four lines. And yeah. Ben will have the iPhone 11 and I'll have whatever. So we go to the store to do this because they can't do it online. They don't no. understand what I mean. So I go to the store, tell the guy what I want to do, and he looks at me and says, and this is at 10.35 a.m., looks at me and says, are you sure that's what you want to do? (laughs) Which is the precursor to, this is going to take a long freaking time. So I said, yes, I'm sure this is what I want to do. He said, well, it would be better. It's not my place, but it would be better if you did this. Trade in the iPhone 11 Plus. On a brand new iPhone 14, mm-hmm. because we'll give you a $1,000 trade-in, which means that literally, since the cost of the iPhone 14 is $1,000, the only thing you will pay for it is sales tax. Okay. Okay, I'm intrigued. All right, let's do that. <laughs> well, we can't do that. Why can't we do that? Because we don't have iPhone 14s in stock. Well, well then why did you well, then why it? did you tell me that? But I can get you one. Well, how quickly can you get me one? Well, they've got one over at the other store two miles away. Well, why don't I just go over there and do this then? Yeah. Well, because then I lose my commission. So, yeah, why don't you stay here and I'll go get the phone? How long will it take? 30 minutes. Okay, Ben and I go to get lunch, come back 48 minutes later. Okay. 
Now we're in line behind two, and I say this with great charity, very old people okay, who do not have a freaking clue what they're doing. How do I turn this on again? Oh, yeah. You push this button over here. Only to discover as we're standing in line that they haven't gone to get the phone yet because they've been help, helping these two older folks. Uh. Great. So we decide to go shopping. So we go shopping for another hour. Come back, still in line, but at least now they have the phone. Okay. So we have now invested nearly four hours in this. We got to stand in line for another hour waiting for them mm-hmm. to help the customers in front of us before we finally get there. Get the upgraded iPhone, the fabulous iPhone 14, as they call it. Sure. Which I got to be honest with you. I mean, I'm an iPhone guy. I had a four, a seven, 11 plus, and now a 14 yeah. pro. Uh, again, and I'm sorry, Dave, but go ahead. I know you are, but that's because you have no life and you're not <laughs> going to die in a nuclear explosion. That's I, I, I'm impressed with it. I, I'm pleased with it. So, so far it's uh, doing really well, but I, you'll notice that because I traded in my iPhone 11 plus, which by the way was the problem. Yeah, because I couldn't do this online because the online account had it as an iPhone 11, not an iPhone 11 Plus. Uh, so they had to physically verify that it was an iPhone 11 Plus to give me the trade in. Okay, okay, that's just stupid. Anyway, so Ben, he says, "Well, you can get a free iPhone 12 just by opening up a line." So right. I add a line, get a free iPhone 12 for Ben, which he likes iPhone because he's uh, he's sure. a iPad. iPad. Yeah, right. So we do that. And then he says, well, and now what you should do is cancel that line that you were going to change. But to do that, we have to call Verizon <laughs> to do this. And there I witnessed the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my life. Okay. So he's on the line. We're on a speakerphone talking mm-hmm. to this gal. And he's explaining to her that we need to cancel line. And she says, well, what's the reason for canceling the line? And he said, and I'm not making this up, this this guy went, he went from typical salesman to great salesman like that. Okay. He says to her, it's none of your business why, just cancel it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, you could hear this, you could hear her gears grinding, and then she goes, wait, what? <laughs> he says, just cancel it. So we just canceled. So that was my, that was my cell phone adventure. We got, we got new phones, man. Did you tip the guy? Did you tip this? Oh, God, no. I don't tip people. What do you tip people for doing their jobs? What are you insane? This is what I don't get. I order Domino's pizza. I pick it up. I order it. I pick it up. They want me to tip them. For for what? Yeah. I don't tip. If I have it delivered, sure. Which is BS, too, because they charge you half of what the pizza costs for a delivery charge anyway. Mm Mm-hmm. Why do I need to tip? But I also know that if you uh, if you go to McDonald's or something and you look over the DoorDash levels, the DoorDash pickup link, uh-huh. you see hundreds of orders sitting there because people don't tip. And so the DoorDash drivers won't go get them because yeah. why would we? <clears throat> anyway, I don't know. So, no, I didn't tip him. But I did, I did say thank you. You did a good job. And I've learned that you can just say to people, it's none of your business why I want to do it. Just do it. That's what you get paid for. Yeah. Well, paying for then she says well you just paid your bill so it'll it'll still be active until the 18th of next month well okay i can live with that but there you go anyway so that said 
You can send me an email, Dave at whatthefrock.org. You can send Rod an email at rot at whatthefrock.org. Mm-hmm. Or us both at WTF at whatthefrock.org. Which I will immediately forward to, to Rod because I will not read. Yeah. And, uh, there and we go. do Plus get you, mail, so thank you for those that send. And we did. We're out of time. We can't. This is the second week in a row we're out of time. I don't even think we can get into that. Mm-hmm. We did get an email this week. An yeah. email. Or did we get two? I don't it, was, know. it was one that I saw, a lengthy one. U.S. US flags at half-mast. No, that was from the 25th. Why are the flags at half-mast? It was about, it was about uh, mm. Queen Elizabeth. Oh, here is it. Um, God, it's so small. I can't read it. When I see these stories on the Internet or news sources, I always wonder if it's just deception or generated by a country. I guess people call it. He's talking about the, uh, the Internet segment. Mm-hmm. Was that last week? Yeah. You use the words electronic warfare. Uh, this involves electronic sport measures, electronic countermeasures. I can only imagine what the state of the art is now that I've been out of the Navy for 30 years as an electronic warfare technician. And he would like to hope that our military and advisors are analytical-based decision makers and not emotion-based decision makers when it comes to ICBMs. Yeah, you can hope that, but I think I think you're putting your hope in the wrong place. Yep. So thanks for that email as well. And you can get your email read on the show. Yeah. Just send it to WTF at whatthefrock.org. Check us out online at whatthefrock.org. And on Facebook, just look for What the Frock. Indeed. I think it's What the Frock Diamond and Rock. But Is it? Yeah, I think so. Because yeah. when we first set it up, that was... When we first set this up, I was toying with the idea of going back to my, my Dave Diamond moniker. Yeah. And, and, and that's like why him. we did DNR, right? Right. It's all Dave and Rod. And then we changed to Do Not Resuscitate because that was funnier. Although, in retrospect, it might not have been. On that note, I'm Rabbi Dave. I am Friar Rod. And this has been What the Frock?